In this episode of the Aeon Pensions Podcast, we talk to Tim Gordon and Matt Fletcher about longevity risk. We examine mortality rates, increasing life expectancy, and look back over 40 years to determine whether recent results are simply a blip or trend. And now it's time for the interview. Welcome back to the Aeon Pensions Podcast. I'm with Tim Gordon and Matthew Fletcher. Welcome, gents. Hi. Tim, could you just tell us a bit about your role here? Um, sure. So I'm Tim Gordon. I am Head of Longevity at Aeon, which means I lead a team that provides Aeon's best estimate longevity and risk analysis uh, for pension scheme trustees and sponsors and in relation to longevity transactions and also when we advise insurance and reinsurance companies. I'm also chairman of the CMI, CMI's Mortality Projections Committee, which produces the CMI uh, projections model, for instance, CMI 2017. I'd just like to make clear to today I'm talking with my Aon hat on. And Matt? I'm Matt Fletcher. I'm a senior longevity consultant. I've been at Aon for around two years. Like Tim, I also chair a CMI committee. I'm chairman of the SAPS committee, which produces the standard uh, mortality tables that are used for pension schemes in the UK. And similarly, I'm talking with my own hat on today. So Matt, can you give us a high-level view of what's happened with mortality rates over the last 40 years? Sure. So over that period, um, and actually if you look even further back, mortality rates have, have generally been improving over time. Um, but if you look more closely uh, into the patterns, we can split it into... Um, broadly three different uh, time periods with different rates of improvement. So we look at the male uh, mortality rates uh, in England and Wales. Uh, you can look at 1975 to 2000 broadly. Um, the improvements have been between 1.5% and 2% per year. Uh, looking at the uh, first decade of this century, so 2000 to 2011, improvements uh, were much faster, so towards 3% or even slightly above 3% per year on average over that period of time. And then uh, the emerging trend since 2011 has been a much slower level of improvement. So what we've seen 2011 to 2017, the improvements were below 1% per year for males, and actually even lower for females. Um, and that trend seems to have continued on into, into 2018 based on the data that we have so far. So the last five years or so, is that a, a, a blip or a new trend? Um, the It's not any more uh, seriously in dispute that we have entered a, a low phase of, of national mortality improvements. Um, looking back, uh, the emerging uh, experience up to around 2015, 2016, there was an argument as to whether it was uh, a blip in mortality improvements. We saw some uh, heavy winter mortality. We saw some uh, relatively high levels of flu certain years. Um, so people weren't absolutely sure whether these low improvements were uh, a blip in improvements or whether it was the start of a new trend. But um, given that we now have that um, body of information, you know, since 2011, it's, it's a pretty long period of time where we've had much lower improvements. I think the, the argument is over as to whether, certainly at a national level, that it's uh, that it's a blip or a trend. Does that mean team blip lost? I think it's fair to say that 
there there are far fewer people on Team Blip now than there were uh, a couple of years ago. I think it's definitely um, the consensus is that it is a, a trend rather than a blip. And what does this actually mean for pension funds, Tim? A good question, because although we've seen was really uh, the, a dramatic fall off in, in mortality improvements, uh, the maths described going from what three percent, which is historically fantastically high, to under one percent, which is historically very low, um, you haven't seen quite the same pattern uh, for members of pension schemes. So it's worth understanding that just being a member of pension scheme has positive implications for your for your longevity. And when we look at pension scheme liabilities, the, um, the, the, the numbers are weighted towards individuals with larger pension schemes. So we are looking uh, at people who are maybe higher up the socioeconomic scale compared with uh, when we're looking at the population data that Matt was talking about. And when we look at that data, we can see that although mortality improvements have fallen away for, for the better off, which is... Um, uh, which means as you know, some of the driving factors that, that drive the population data have, you know, also work their way up the socioeconomic scale. We can see that the mortality improvements for people uh, higher up the scale uh, haven't fallen as low as the population generally. So um, it's, it would be wrong just to take those population numbers and feed them straight through into your uh, assumptions for your pension scheme. So Tim, how has the longevity market reacted? Um, excellent question, because... As the data on the new trend started to emerge, then everyone, including us, were wondering, is it a blip or is it a trend? And uh, it, it takes some time for the, for the evidence to map before you, you can really make that assessment. And longevity reinsurers, understandably, were cautious and think because that would affect their prices and their profits. So um, they, they took a little bit of time to take on the, the new data. And it got to a point, I think, in mid-2016, where we thought, actually, pricing isn't in the longevity market. And I should make it clear that we're talking about longevity insurance rather than bulk annuities, where bulk annuity market has been competitive relative to gilts for, for some, some time. But pricing in the longevity market, so longevity swaps, was looking a little bit laggy. And um, we took the unusual step of actually uh, advising uh, schemes of longevity swap pricing that it needed to await for the pricing to be revised because the emerging information wasn't being fully reflected in pricing. And we should probably make that, I mean, we were very public about what we said there. We did press releases. We turned up at the, uh, the key industry conference uh, to, to make the points clear. And most powerfully, uh, we actually advised uh, 11 billion pounds of longevity swaps. that They should await uh, uh, revised pricing. So, uh, so in a sense, the market was dislocated. But as of mid-2017, uh, we think the market relocated and... Uh, we think pricing has probably got back into, into sync. So it took some time to react, but got there in the end. Brilliant. Well, thank you for taking time out, uh, gentlemen, to talk to me today. Uh, no problem. And uh, here's to Team Trent. <laughs> Thanks.